Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to another edition of the Creators Outlet. Please subscribe, comment, and share. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, and welcome our special guest, Peter Gilmore. It's me. It's you. It's, it's a me, Mario. No. It's a me, you Mario. <laughs> evening. How's it evening. going? <laughs> well, evening. E- evening to me. Uh, morning to me. Early, yeah. early morning to you. I look. It's fine. I was, I was live streaming it like still at ten o'clock this morning, my time. Oh, <laughs> all through the night, all through the night, and then drawing, drawing all day. And drawing all day. Yeah. <laughs> drawing damned London town streets, Lug nuts. buildings. Lug nuts. Hey, Southern Cecil. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, you know. Oh, you guys already renewed your campaign. You don't have to worry about Cecil making fun of you for not doing that. No. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. He he doesn't well, know who I am now. Uh, in a week, he'll be like, who is that fat bastard that was making fun of me that I don't know? Mm. That's not Cecil, by the way. That's Southern Cecil. That's a different Cecil. Oh, that's a different Cecil. Okay. That's a different Cecil. There's many Cecils. Oh, there's lots of Cecil. Oh, yeah, because, you know, everybody drew Cecil. I think I drew Cecil. My mother drew Cecil when I was little, and she sent it into the contest. She didn't know it was like, oh, well, we've picked you to give us money for our art school. She was like, oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <clears throat> yeah, so, I did. When I, when I was a kid, I did a portrait of the queen, our queen lovely queen, and got on national TV. To the queen! To the queen. Yeah. Didn't get me anywhere. Didn't do any good for me. Oh, well. Uh, you know, you still you still won something. My uh, friend of mine that passed away before before he passed, uh, his daughter won, a, uh, won an essay contest, and she got to be uh, governor for the day. Oh. Sadly, she did not take my advice and impeach the current governor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. 
uh, <laughs> instead, uh, the old gov the, the the lieutenant governor had to step up and um, and take over because the actual governor uh, smooshed enough with uh, Obama to get a job in in the Biden administration. So oh, it's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want to know anything about none of that. No, no. <laughs> I, I just, we just we just want to talk comics. So mm -hmm. let's let's talk about you in 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 your uh, long lavished history behind the pencil. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've always I've been an artist since I did went to art school and all that crap after you know when I was young, and then randomly became a chef for twenty years. Still been, you know, art on the side as well. And then, like, ten years ago, oh, nine years ago, sorry, I thought, screw this, you're getting old, Pete. You're an old man. Forget the chef stuff. Forget the 3 a.m., you know, getting up and going to work at 3 a.m. Be an artist instead. Hey, so, Hey. Yeah, so, it, as it turns out, the hours are even worse being an artist. But it's something I love. You know, something I love doing. Kind of used to draw comics for myself when I was like 16, 17. And then, so I started drawing another one of my own. Uh, still haven't finished that one because I found comics gating other people. You know, Umbrella Guy got me on his first book. That was cool. Not bad. You know, first, first campaign makes $140,000. <laughs> haven't repeated that yet, though. Uh, yeah, did that. Did some work with um, NASA. Wow. Yeah, that one got cancelled. Um, and then started working with Mandy and Wyatt Holiday. And now I think this is the fifth book I've drawn. No, six. Fifth or six. I can't remember. It's something like that. It's five or six. At um, least a handful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's enough. I'd like, yeah, so it's like the fifth or sixth, like main book I've drawn. And then I don't know, I think there's like oh, well over 30 other campaigns I've done, you know, sketch cards and covers and bits and pieces for. So I've been around, you know, I've been around the block, had my finger in a lot of different pies. I like pie. Oh, <laughs> so do I. It depends, especially, though. I mean, you see, I'm British, so. Especially when the pie's paying you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm British, so we have weird, weird meat pies and stuff, bizarre stuff. So there is that. <laughs> yeah, my mother used to make uh, pork pies. Oh yeah, I am. I'm a fan of the pork pie. Pork pies and um, yeah, just meat pie. See, you can have meat pie and then you can have like a cherry pie after. Yeah, double pie. <laughs> Yeah. What are you having for dinner? Pie. What are you having for dessert? Pie. Pie. What are you having for dessert? Pie. Coffee. Yeah, coffee. With, an, with probably another slice of pie. Mm hmm Yeah, that's always the way. I just I pretty much live on coffee these days. Just coffee. Yep. Right here. Yeah. That's that's the the life of an artist. Or the rather the life of a commercial artist. Yeah, I did try. I did try the whole, you know, 
painting artist kind of you know the flowery kind of artist but it does, the money is very sparse or not sparse but you kind of you know you'll go months without any money and then you'll get like a huge fat stack and then it's months again and yeah mm, I, even even worse when people you like you commission you for something and it's like yeah you know they want like a six foot high painting and you're like that's going to be like uh you know a thousand bucks thousand you know grand and a half and they're like yeah 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 and they pay you half up front or whatever and then then you get a, like a, a message from paypal saying that they've claimed the money back <laughs> Fuck yes. yeah so then you've got oh, half a pa- half a painting and nothing to do with it that's happened quite a few times in the past yeah but, it happens. but now we're on to comics and we're gradually comics and getting paid and uh on not a hundred and forty thousand dollar campaign but at least you've broken the forty thousand yeah which is amazing we've yeah gradually getting better building building you know a base of customers um fulfilling books that's kind of an important one some people don't seem to grasp that one um yeah not naming any names but there's a few there's a few yeah i've i've had tremendous luck with uh you know every campaign that i've backed uh yeah everybody's been very communicative and you know always on top of the updates and uh the creators that i've dealt with uh, you know, if you have a question, be like, no pressure. But mm. I've seen other people getting their stuff. I was just wondering, you know, my package seems to be the last one to go out all the time, but uh, yours is going out Monday. Awesome. Yours there you go. Yeah. And your, your vinyl album, instead of being there in November for your birthday, is going to be there September, so you can listen to it all the way to your birthday. And here's a here's a digital code uh, that will get you the entire album, so you can download it on your computer and listen there too. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's what you want. That's what you want. You don't want, um, yeah, you don't want people like three years three years late on a campaign and not talking to anyone. That's not oh, what you want. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want that. No, uh, no, no, no. You no. know, that, that's why I haven't backed uh, EVS. Oh. Um, snarky! Ooh. No, he was fine. I met, I met him probably about 15 years ago at uh, Boston Comic-Con before it became the, the Boston Fan Expo. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, you know, has basically uh, negated... Uh, anything to do with comics it's all about the it's all about how many celebrities overpriced celebrities we can bring in and how much money we can get them to steal out of your wallet for 30 seconds uh dude we've got a local comic-con like sort of thing that goes on and that used to be awesome used to be comics it used to be you know you'd have some sci-fi you know and you'd have a few people like some dude from doctor who would turn up or whatever you know things like Mm -hmm. that uh, but now it's like every time they announce it, it's just a list of people, just random celebrities, and they're all charging crazy amounts for anything. What happens is just taking taking a photo with a fan or signing something for free. 
nope, don't leave any money on the table. Let's let's rape and pillage. I'm like, you're not Vikings, and you're yeah, you're, you're not the next new gods. Jack Kirby created them. Exactly. I mean, sometimes it's you're probably better just trying to find these people on the street because they're not going to ask you for you know fifty bucks <laughs> in the middle of the street. Well, they might. I'm to the point where uh, I don't care. Uh, I I grew up in I grew up in the seventies, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so like when I was like three or four, they started rerunning the old Adam West Batman show. Awesome. And of course, all the all the bright colors and and Batman and Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. Julie Newmar, Catwoman. Uh, mm-hmm. And then a few years later, uh, we had Linda Cotter, Wonder Woman, and then oh, yeah. came after Shazam. Man, I I was rushed through puberty like you know, uh, dude. The, the quick checkout I, line. Get get the feeling we're the same age because exactly the same. Yeah, and then you know a little bit of Daisy Duke every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was good. She didn't age well. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, you know, avoid those pictures and just yeah. got the memories. Got the memories. Got the memories. Yeah. Good, In fact, good, good to times. be honest, the most popular on on Twitter, the most popular tweet I ever did, and it still is, and it still seconds me that this is the most popular tweet I ever did, was a GIF of Daisy Duke. Just for the hell of it, I was like, it just a Daisy Duke with a thumbs up and a GIF. That thing <laughs> is more popular than any artwork I've put up, any book I've tried to shill, anything. Any points I've tried to make about assholes in comics, whatever. No, Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke getting out of a car and jiggling. <laughs> well, you know, you go. it's not all that bad. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Daisy Duke at all back then. Well, now what you have to do is you have to draw a Daisy Duke from back then, and oh, now that's an idea, and and have her holding up a sign for uh, Jack the Ripper, Vampire Hunter. That's it. And you know, maybe maybe draw one of the vampire chicks as Daisy, based on Daisy Duke. One on one based on Daisy Duke. One based on uh, Linda Carter. <laughs> one based on oh, what was the chick from? Uh, Buck Rogers, can't remember the name. It's gone. Oh, Aaron Gray. Yes, there you go. I was, uh, just, I was just watching that the other day uh, because, well, because, you know, just, ran, just random stuff that was going on, and I was like, I don't pay for streaming, so I just use all the free apps. So I jumped on Tubi, and I go, Buck Rogers was in, and I opened up a box of comics, and... I had scored a nice mitt full of gold key Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Oh, awesome. Now so, that they that that was that was comics. Yeah. You know? Southern Cecil says, yeah, Peter, sneak Daisy Duke into the book. <laughs> <laughs> that you see, I mean I've thought of doing stuff like that, but just being serious for a moment. If you were flicking through the book and one of the vampire chicks looked exactly like Daisy Duke, that would just completely pull you out of it. Surely, that'd be that'd ruin See, it. You you should do a 
a bonus print. Oh. A bonus mystery print of Jack flying through London in a carriage. And instead of the General Lee, it yes. has the Union Jack on it. And there's, there's women trying to jump out of the back of the carriage. They're already vampires and draw them as Daisy Duke, Linda Carter, Erin Gray. Dude, that's a good idea. <laughs> I might have to. And Jack shouting, Yes, I might have to do it. I don't know. What's a British version of Yee-Haw? Like, don't know. Don't know. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, I, I know all the American versions of Yee-Haw. Like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. What was, what was the show I used to watch from over in your neck of the woods? Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She she had uh she he had had the saying whenever the mother in law would come over, and it meant the same thing as fuck off. Oh, God, I can't you remember now. Yeah, I, I can't either. But we've, I'll, we've got I'll, we've got, I'll, re oh. I'll remember it and I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of phrases like that that sound kind of okay ish, but that yeah, they don't mean that. They mean. Yeah. Every every time Bristoli and Dave shows up to one of to to one of my chats, I'm always like, that. "Oh, Bristoli and Dave's here, Fucking yeah, bollocks." Uh, <laughs> All right, me babbers. Yep. Yeah, I I lived in Bristol for a while. Yeah, I went because I'm I'm from up in the north, but I moved down to Bristol for a while, and then when I came back up to the north, everybody did. Because while I was down there, I'd kind of mock their accent, mm -hmm. which kind of made it stick <laughs> eventually because I did it so much. And I came back up north and they're like, you southern, you know, pussy. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. <laughs> he was yelling at somebody. He was joking around with one of the one of the bargain bins telling him, hey, don't dox me. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Your first... The first part of your screen name. You Pretty moron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, thankfully, I'm undoxable because my docs are already out there. So. Oh, well, there you go. Back in the day when I was working with Umbrella Guy, yeah, all the crazies, you know, Renfamous and all those crazy people, mm -hmm. um, they, they got hold of them. Not Renfamous, but her legion of crazies. So yeah, that's all out there already. So I'm I, I'm kind of safe now. <laughs> Nothing they can do to me anymore. Which yeah. is why build your own stuff, make your own things. Don't rely on other people because yeah. they can't screw with anything now. Work work for yourself, not not a corporation. That way they yeah. can't cancel you. Exactly, exactly. They can try. Not going to work. <laughs> not going to work though. No. Well. To start off, uh, outside of the fact that you guys have 28 days left of your second 30, you're at 668 backers. Wow. Yeah. 41,265 US dollars. Which is insane. I, yeah. Absolutely insane. To be there, half, well, just over halfway through the campaign. That's. Yeah. 
madness. I tell you, madness. You know, so you know, it's it's not without thought that you guys could hit a hundred grand easy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's the second. Usually, when you when you extend for the second thirty, the second thirty can be like pretty quiet. Um, but then again, we are doing these incentives every now and then, you know, giving away prints and stuff to people. So, so we'll see, we'll see if that yeah. works in the second 30. It might, it might with the, with the, um, the carriage and the, you know, yeah, Linda see. Carter and Catherine, is it Catherine Bach? Catherine, Catherine Bach, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll if, see. You do, if you do one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need one of them prints. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I think we can. You can get away with that stuff if you give it, if you're not making money on it, can't you? You can use people's likenesses. Yeah, it'd be fine. Eh, who's gonna know? <laughs> you just make them look enough like them. Yeah, yeah. Make it slightly obvious. Like yeah, you make you make the the Linda Carter, the busty brunette, and you you give her these these odd bracelets that look like they might deflect a bullet. Yeah. Or wait, wait, a musket ball. Because you know, there you go. You oh no, the, there was there was bullets. They did have bullets. They even had cars. We could do a car. Oh, yeah. In those times, like I mean, it was rare. It was super rare. In fact, weirdly, I was researching all this stuff the other day. Well, not the other day. Before you know, as we were leading up to the campaign, because you know, you kind of want to be a little bit. I know it's vampires and it's all made up and crazy. You know, it. But you've kind of got to be a little bit accurate with the history. So I was looking up that stuff, and I did discover that there was electric cars back then. So there you go. It's not such a new idea. And that worked out so well that we went to petrol. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, the, there was slow. There was problems with rain. <laughs> yeah. Especially, you know, so, yeah. Wouldn't so be any like good a, Just like having a carbureted car, you know, if, if you got like a leaky hood or something, the water's going to get in there and... Exactly. And back then, it probably would have killed you because you'd be, you know, electrocuted or whatever. So... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the Germans invented that, so... Eh. Well, they didn't <laughs> blow enough people up. No, no, no. That's, they, to be honest, the Germans have made... That's the hardest part of researching this book. Because you can't use modern photographs as reference or, you know, post-war photographs as reference for the city. Because the Germans flattened most of it in World War Two with mm. their bombers. So, yeah, that's been uh, a task. Yeah. I was drawing a page today and it's like a, quite a bit of London you can see in the distance. Not a single photograph from that angle, uh, the angle I wanted of that area of London. So... I have done to use some imagination, photos from the 1950s and some imagination <laughs> to get it right. So, Not that anyone would know, I don't think, either yeah, way. The, the, the fanciful recreation of uh, London amidst bombs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's take a look at the, at the trailer you guys put. Yeah, down. yeah.
Mm, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's a heck of a trailer. Yeah, that was uh, that was Summers. She did that. <laughs> I do have to point out every time though that when it, my name wow. comes up, I I'm not I'm not the gingerhead copper wandering around with a flashlight. <laughs> that's not me. It looks like credits oh, okay. in a movie. It's like no, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, and talking about the research and stuff, I discovered earlier on there's not a single aspect of life in London in 1888 that has not been researched and available online. It's insane. Possibly because of Jack the Ripper. I actually witnessed earlier on two dudes arguing in a forum about weather, about what time it started raining on a certain day. I saw that today. It was like, wow, too much time on your hands. <laughs> it's, it's London. It's always rainy. Well, you'd be surprised. And in, in, I discovered today that in 1888, it snowed in July in London. Wow. Yeah. Weirdest. Yeah. And then, I mean, oh, also, yeah, today is the anniversary of the death of the first victim of Jack the Ripper. Falls on wow. today. Yeah. It's crazy. You can, you can fall down rabbit holes of looking at this stuff, and I do quite often. And then remember, I'm supposed to be drawing things. <laughs> well, that, that's a that's a rabbit hole right there. You're on my show on the on the day of the anniversary of Jack the Ripper's first victim. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, does, that doesn't have any bad omens whatsoever. <laughs> oh crap! Didn't think of it that way. <laughs> oh dear. I was thinking. I did think because when I found I found out earlier on, um, I did think, how can we use this to advertise the book? And I thought, is that a bit sick? Is it a bit twisted to do that? And I thought, ah, no. Today is the first is the anniversary of the first victim of Jack the Ripper, and if you don't want to be next, back yeah, book. It's yeah. I mean, I already caught. We were already catching like flack from the like social justice lunatics. They're all they they hate us and they think the book is disgusting because we're victim blaming. Apparently, oh. apparently they, they don't. They can't grasp the concept. It's it's kind of a what if. Oh, I'm and sorry. Did, yeah. did we offend your pussy shield? It's it's like I say. What too soon? <laughs> it was like over a hundred years ago. Forget it. It's oh. they're talking about what about the about the the descendants of the victims? Oh, shut up! Just shut up! Go away! How many hundreds of years ago now? Uh, so 1888. So we are to, it's like, what, 110, 112? I don't know, something. Over 100 years anyway. So Over a century ago. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, if it was someone, some, you know, something from the 1970s or whatever, then maybe, yeah, that kind of be a bit, uh, you know, maybe poor taste-ish. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's it, it's a story. It's not real. <laughs> it's a comic. I've not used the likenesses of any of the ladies, you know, because they weren't exactly pretty. But mm -hmm. <laughs> I was going to, so I looked them up, and I was like, no, I don't want women that weigh like 300 pounds and look like potatoes. No. <laughs> It turns out Jack the Ripper was an Irishman just making some potatoes to do. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, my wait, excuse. I'm Irish. Dan. My excuse, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so, tell us how this uh, whole thing came together. Where the where the idea sprung from in the in the dark recesses of your uh, <laughs> blackened heart. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's black. My heart. <laughs> it's shriveled. Um. So, I I've been I was looking for a story to do for a long time in this style of artwork. Because mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much ever since I first read, oof, there we go. Bernie Wrightson's Frankenstein, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, oh, green, yeah. green screen hates that. That, and then obviously, I mean, I collect, I collect rights and stuff because, you know, Alive, Alive yep. is fantastic. Um, I've, I've got, I found the first two original issues of, of Alive, Alive there. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are ones out there. You just have to be really lucky. I got, because I, I, you know, I own like four copies of Frankenstein and don't know how many of Alive Alive. Just trying to find better copies or like older copies or just better quality, you know, mm -hmm. better condition. Um, this one, the ones I've got there, they are like my reference books. So even when I'm working on this, I'll kind of like, uh, how, how do I want to do the lighting on something? And I'll just go and look at rights and stuff because no one did it better. No. Um, there's also a guy called, and if anyone in the chat are watching this wants to look him up, a guy called Gustav Dorr. Now, in the, it was like the 1860s, he went around with a journalist guy and documented London at the time. And they are the most astounding, beautiful ink drawings, pen and ink drawings of just life in London and the architecture and stuff. Phenomenal. So, yeah, I use that as well as reference sometimes. Wow. It's, yeah. Look him, look him up, Gustav Dore, fantastic. I mean, really mind-blowingly fantastic. Um, if he was around today, he'd be the most famous comic artist in the world. <laughs> Just astounding. But he was French. Eh. So there is that. <laughs> Being British, we don't we don't do French. Yeah, no. No, no. So yeah, um, I was always looking for something to do. I, I'm always careful about saying this, to do in the style of Wrightson-ish. I'm not saying I'm anywhere near as talented as Wrightson was, but I try. I do try my best. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of looking at, first of all, I thought, oh, I'll pick a classic like Frankenstein. Can't do Frankenstein because no one's allowed to do that anymore because you just won't do it as well as Bernie did. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at Dracula at first, and then... I saw there was like, I think Clint Stoker was doing a Dracula book and Narwhal was doing something to do with Nosferatu. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. We're not going to have like three Dracula books coming out at the same time. So then I was on to werewolves. And, but I think around about October last year, there was maybe 15 comics gated books about werewolves. Yeah. It just went insane. I don't know why everyone suddenly thought werewolves. I mean, to me, they're they're going down the they're going down the list backwards yeah. from zombies. They're like, oh, well, this all, is it, yeah. We're, we're all zombied out. We need another creature. I'm like, uh, why isn't anybody doing the yeti? Ah, oh, now you see, 
I'd, I could do a Yeti boot. But then Graham Nolan did the Chinoo, which is kind of Yeti-ish. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, so I was looking at, I looked at, um, yeah, Dracula and then werewolves. And it's like, no, can't do that. Even though I could draw the shit out of werewolves. I'd, I'd love to do that. My favorite movie of all time is American Wealth in London. So, you know, I dig werewolves. Um, but then I remembered there was a thing when, when I was a kid. Um, I was born in 1970. So when I was young, all over the like the national news and in the newspapers was this thing called the Highgate Vampire, which people were genuinely going to Highgate Cemetery in London to hunt down this this vampire that had, that tried to kill people, attack people, killed a bunch of wildlife, all that kind of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the vampire hunters were kind of weird dudes in tank tops carrying carrying like crucifixes made out of two sticks tied together you know just no there's documentaries on youtube look it up they the guys that were doing it were hilarious one of them got in uh, but they were going around like smashing open tombs and putting stakes through the hearts of corpses and you know looping. Yeah, that, one, that, that that's not right well i mean one of them got into so much trouble um he got brought before the judge you know he got in real trouble Judge's name was Christopher Lee, you know, as in Dracula. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. But, yeah, so I remembered this, and it always – I think that's what started my love of monsters because as a kid I was always into, like, the Universal Monsters and dinosaur movies and well, anything. Anything to do with monsters I would, like, consume completely. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that might have been what kind of triggered that. I remembered, anyway, yeah, remembered the Highgate Vampire. So I started researching Highgate Cemetery a little bit just to see if there was anything, you know, just looking for ideas. Um, and I found out that the first person to be buried at Highgate Cemetery was pretty much a nobody. There's a lot of famous people buried there now, including Comrade Karl Marx. Um, and, uh, yeah, but a lot of, like, celebrities buried there and whatever. Um but the first person to be buried there was a woman called Elizabeth Jackson. Um, nothing known about her. We don't even know what was written on a, a gravestone anymore because it just got eroded so much over time and wasn't looked after because she was a nobody. So I was kind of searching on the internet for her and this other Elizabeth Jackson kept popping up who was like a potential victim of Jack the Ripper. But 50 years apart, this is. So the, the first one died in 1839. And then Jack the Ripper killed the other one in, like, I think 1889. So, yeah, 50 years apart. So she died twice. So my brain goes to, well, she was clearly a vampire. She clearly came back to life and got killed again. So that's where it came from. That's a long story of explaining how it came about, but there you go. <laughs> and and all that's going through my mind is a, is a headline. Christopher Lee sentenced vampires slayer to life in prison <laughs> yeah i mean yeah he didn't get a lot of comment what happened to the guy but he's still around he's got a youtube channel the, the vampire hunter guy it's yeah he just he just does endless documentaries about the highgate vampire because he's still obsessed to this day oh. he's just some crazy like i mean he must be how old now? he must be like maybe 60 getting close to 70-ish now, I should think, in age. 
still obsessed with it. Well, it's, you got to meet Christopher Lee. Not the right Christopher Lee. You <laughs> got to meet yeah. Christopher Lee. He, I mean, he also got quite a bit of, like, over here, a bit of fame back then. You know, all the major newspapers of the day, um, national news, like I say, TV news and, and whatever, interviews on Duck. I think the BBC made a documentary about him as well at one point. So it doesn't sound quite so exciting when you realize that he actually owned it. His, his day job was a pet shop owner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, pussycats and parrots to slain vampires at night. Got us 15 seconds of fame. Yeah, yeah. He did okay. He did okay. I'm fully expecting a movie to be made about it all one day. Wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't no, surprise me. Not at all. It'll so, probably be one of those conjuring <laughs> movies. The, the conjuring seem to use a lot of uh, weird shit from Britain and mm. turn it into movies. So, uh, how did the how did the conversation with Mandy go about writing this book? <laughs> Well, I mean, we've got so many, like, so many ideas for books, so many. We were going to do um, a slasher book, like, in, for this style, when we were looking at what to do. Um, we were going to do, like, a, a slasher book, but it was, like, so, like, Friday the 13th-ish, but it mm -hmm. was going to be, originally, it was going to be in, set in, like, a, a ski lodge, so it would be in the snow, because it just, I, I just love the idea or I'd love to be like drawing like blizzards of snow surrounding, you know, shadows coming out of the darkness and that kind of stuff. So we were mm -hmm. kind of looking at that. And then I just, well, I kind of said to it, look, I've got an idea. <laughs> Bear with me here. I'll explain to you, you know. And I, as soon as I just said the name of the book, you know, Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter, she's just like, yes, let's do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a few, I kind of mentioned the name to a few people. And every single one of them was like that. Yeah, just you could sell that on just the name. So there you go. She was, yeah, pretty much down for it straight away as soon as I mentioned it, which is fantastic. It was an easy, easy sell. <laughs> yeah, it's just screaming of an IP that needs to be made into a movie. Well, we'll see. <laughs> that would be insane, but I don't know about that. I mm, I don't know modern Hollywood. What would they do to it? No independent film. Oh to, yeah, definitely have to be independent because you know what Hollywood would do. It has to be Jackie yep. the Ripper. It's going to be Jackie the Ripper. Can be a non-binary lesbian uh, that just well, SJWs people to death. I mean, look, the first thing they do would be you can't have all the victims being women. That would be, and they can't oh, be no, prostitutes. It's all going to be straight white males. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That, that, you know they'd do that. I mean, Netflix or whatever, they'd be like, yeah, that's what's happening. I'd be like, no, that's not what's happening. I'd rather just not keep your money, not interested. Yeah. <laughs> Although that way would be terrible. Well, it depends on what they offered. I could come up with another idea as good as this. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, it'd have to stay this way. I mean, it's not Jack the Ripper if it's not if it's not a dude killing whores in Victorian London, you know? Mm -hmm. It defeats the object. 
and it's like i mean we've, we've kind of even going into because obviously it's a it's a flight of fancy it's not but even doing by doing that we've been kind of looking at things that actually happened in the ripper case and whatever so mm-hmm. mandy's been writing it with with i mean for example jack made a mess of these women i mean there's like three photos that exist of the victims two of them are so because it's victorian photography they're grainy they're you know you can't really tell what's going on yeah but one of them is i mean you look at it it's very very detailed very clear and oh my god what was wrong with him there was something wrong with this man so our explanation for that is um look he doesn't know how to kill vampires you know there's no internet there's no movies there's no you know dracula hasn't been written all this kind of stuff so he's experimenting on how to kill these dumb things and keep them dead you know could be yeah that's uh, believe me that that's i've not drawn that scene yet but <laughs> that scene's going to be interesting to draw <laughs> i'll be drawing it with one eye open like <laughs> i don't i don't want to look no i don't want no I'd like to say when I was researching it and looking at those photographs, at first you can't tell what's going on because it's so messed up and old photos. But you like you see so peering closer and closer, and then you're like, "Oh my god!" You suddenly realise what you're looking at. It's like, "Oh no, no, he yeah, yeah. terrible, yeah." <laughs> if you don't laugh, you go insane with some of this stuff. My my Google search history is so screwed up from working on this book. I'm expecting a knock on the door from the police any day. Scotland Yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Scotland Yard. Even um, they still never found out who he was, mm-hmm. or, or maybe they did and it was covered up. That's another theory. It, or they were just completely inept, which well, is highly possible. Well, they found out who he was, but he was, he was a, a relative of. A very important person so they well couldn't. i one of the theories is he was a member of the royal family you know that's one of them um and there's other you know politicians and you know eminent kind of doctors and whatnot mm-hmm. it's it's all possible no one knows for sure even though people will tell you they know for sure it's like no you don't know for sure nobody you, does you, you don't know because you weren't there and if you were there you would be dead yeah yeah Maybe yeah, not murdered, but you'd still be dead. Yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, I got to well, tell you, I I love this cover. In now, is this a mirror or a brooch? This is well, it's just kind of a frame, but it's so it's like, um, yeah, brooches back then, back in the day, back in the Victorian times. They'd, so they'd have like this really ornate frame with a, a painting in the middle. To be honest, it's more. A kind of nod to the cover of Frankenstein, Alive Alive, you know, kind of. And then the single issues of the of the book all have those kind of. I, don't know, I can't even remember if it's in here. No, it's not. Of course, it's not. But the single issues all have that kind of thing going on. So it's kind of a nod to that, and also just in keeping with the theme of the book. Um, this is this is the cover that. If this was published by someone else, that's the cover I'd want on the book that went out everywhere. You know, that'd be the cover for it. Yeah. But obviously, Indiegogo and whatnot, you've got to do a next.
Uh oh. Peter froze. All right, let's take a look. Well, Peter unfreezes. That's just the book. Let's start with the featured tear, the tombstone box, everything. Two physical copies of Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter covers A and B, and two sketch cards, one by Mandy, one by Peter. Uh, delivered to your mailing address, bubble wrapped in a Gemini flash mailer. Hmm. That's a little different. So cover A is pursuit and cover B is arrival. Uh for two sketch cards for a hundred dollars. And basically you're getting the books for free. That's how I look at it. Because it's gonna it would cost you 50 bucks easy to get a sketch card done at a convention. Whoops. I just wanted to open it. There we go. There's cover A. Pursuit. Uh, the, the cover that I like just because it's got the frame and everything. Hopefully Peter will return and Jack hasn't gotten to him. Uh, the cover I like, uh, cover A, uh, has already sold 220 copies. He has returned. Welcome back. Well, that was interesting. You, when yeah, they, you, you froze Windows, in mid-sentence and I just started shimmling the book, so. Yeah, Windows <laughs> decided, Windows decided in its infinite wisdom that it was going to do an update without me letting, telling it to. So, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you, Windows. So I was I was just going over the over the perk tiers, mm -hmm. uh, tombstone box. Uh, yeah, yeah. Both Good both time. covers and a sketch card from you and Miss Mandy. Yeah, yeah. For a hundred dollars, and I noted that uh, just a sketch card from each of each of you at a convention would run you that hundred dollars. So. You pay for the sketch cards and you get the books for free on this. Yeah, year. yeah. And the sketch cards are well, well mine anyway, is um it's the same level of detail that's in the book. It's not just like a, a sketch, a quick sketch. It's like a proper, you know, get all the crazy pen crazy tiny pens out to do all the fine lines. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, once you start I, do once you start doing a thing, you gotta you gotta kinda keep this is true. Doing that thing. And it's, it seemed like and, a good idea at the time, but now I've got to do like hundreds of these things. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Though. I've done it before. We did, I think, when. Well, look who it. it is. Oh, look. Hey there, love bug. <laughs> oh, hi, Mandy. You want to come in? See, you turn, she turned up. My computer died and she turned up. And now I'm back. See? Yeah. It couldn't you cope send without you. She can come in. It couldn't cope without you, Monday. I don't know what she's doing. She, Yeah, I will. Yeah. All right. Copy that. 
Those are some great perks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some perky perks. Uh, I, I noted that uh, my favorite cover right here has already sold 220 copies, which is amazing. And I mean, the other covers, no, nothing to sneeze at because, I mean, you've got your you got your main protagonist and yeah, your... I, we did we did have a third cover as well that we ran just for the first seventy two hours. Oh I yeah, we, yeah. I I, think I, we, I missed that. I missed that, but I think we sold like two hundred twenty copies, maybe. Oh, there you go. See you again. She got sick. Sick children. I knew that. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like cartoons. <laughs> just saying. There you go. I just sent you the link as well. Yeah, ignore that then. Sorry. I knew I knew the kids had been she'd been ill and you know the kids were on. But there you go. It's going around the house. It happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um what was I saying? Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, I think we sold like two hundred and twenty copies of that. 72 hour cover nice which was i mean it was insane that first day that the campaign was when we like ended the first 24 hours just a few dollars short of ten thousand. i that whole day i was pretty much spent the whole day with my jaw on the floor just like what's going on what's happened <laughs> why is this happening what what have we done <laughs> just you've done stunned. it yeah. And uh, the uh, cover cover B here, the the very uh, colorful cover with the uh, mm. the sexy vampire chick uh, is fast approaching a hundred copies sold. Oh wow! It's up at it's up at ninety one right now. That's fantastic. How many did we sell the other one? I, I could look at this stuff myself, but two twenty of cover A and ninety one of cover B, and. Wow. And then this yeah. this beautiful cover is the 72 hour cover that I missed out. The Hell's Harlem. Harem. Mm -hmm. Harem, not Harlem. Yeah. No, no. That was, I mean, that was um that actual composition kind of thing was Mandy's idea. It's we're both huge fans of the darkness. The comic, yeah. not the weird band. Um <laughs> Now, although having said that, I saw the darkness live in concert, and they were pretty entertaining. So, yeah, that's yeah. I don't want to get sidetracked onto that. Um, so there was a cover of the darkness where Jackie was sat surrounded by these hot chicks, kind of like this. Yeah. So it's like, can we do something like that? Yeah, of course we can. Can I draw a bunch of half naked ladies draped? To yeah. Of course. <laughs> it's never bad to have your main character surrounded by a bevy of beautiful women. Yeah. Exactly. Even if they will kill him. Uh which yeah, is or will he, he could kill them. Yeah. He's like, pretty badass. knife in hand, so you know. Yeah. He's got all those um, he's got his little bandolier with the stakes on as well. It's a it's a gorgeous cover and the amount of detail in it is insane. That he, that chair and the, and the rug the victorian yeah. rug my just, god just the chair and the rug alone it's like well what about the girls i go they look wonderful they would kill yeah. me but they look wonderful but the the rug the 
the line work in the rug and the chair is just simply amazing. Of course, uh, the, yeah. color, the colors on that are astounding. And all, yeah, all done traditionally too. <laughs> Not the colors, the, um, you know, the inks. Yeah. It's been fun <laughs> so far. Some of these, yeah, some of the bigger scenes, you know, some of the bigger scenes sort of like with London and whatnot and all the buildings and I, I can kind of, I have to keep going back to them. I do a little bit at a time because if you sat and just did the whole thing in one, it'd drive you crazy. Oh, yeah, you'd go nuts. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Attack it a little piece at a time. <laughs> it's a way to deal with stuff like that. I mean, page page one of the book is, that's, I think that took five days altogether, which is crazy. <laughs> Considering people, people, most people like pick the book up and just like read whatever's on it, flip the page. Mm. A, you hear that a lot from artists. It's like they spend so much time on background stuff and like little details here and there that most people would probably just not really notice. I tend, well, that's I tend to notice that when it's when it's so intricate. And that's what usually gets me online gabbing up a book. You're like, oh, my God, I just got this book. And you can't get it because it's no longer available. Yeah. So exactly. Take to Feebay and, and try to find one because they're going to be going through the roof. I mean, we might do reprints of this, but it's not going to be the same. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not. And that, the, the colored cover. It, that won't be available anywhere again. And obviously the 72 hour one won't. I mean, we're going to get it. <laughs> this is true. Mandy, you sound like me when I have a cold. Well, you know, guys, when we have a cold. It's oh, the end, it's, dude. It's the end of the universe. I'm dying. <laughs> Early run, I was, yeah, exactly the same. I was dying. Now I'm fine. But this afternoon, if you've asked me, I've got no, I've got the plague. I've got hours to live. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of drank some coffee, took some, you know, pain pills and whatnot, bits and pieces and started drawing, started working, drawing more buildings and streets. And yeah. Got to keep going. That's fun. I've got to power through, power through the, the pictures of London town mm. to get to the, the hot chicks and the blood and guts oh so the good, yeah you gotta you gotta power through the city to get to the good stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah now yeah. Did, did you do the design for the t-shirt yeah every, all the artwork everything's all mine yeah um i mean i know normal people normally get like they'll get like a, a variant cover by someone else or but i couldn't think of anyone that we could have because I mean we didn't know it was going to make this much money you know it could have yeah. made it could have made like three grand or two you know it could have made 500 bucks who knows yeah so I couldn't think of anyone we could afford that drew this kind of stuff like really detailed kind of horror stuff yeah it's I mean, there probably are people out there but I just don't know <laughs> So you did everything. So there's, yeah, there's yeah. this gorgeous T-shirt available with Jack sitting, you know, 
centerpiece surrounded by yeah there's a closer in- probably for closer a bit further down actually. okay more intricate line work and t-shirts are only 25 dollars so uh and it, yeah you won't get this one that t-shirt won't be available anywhere after this campaign yeah um and we've we've got like um comics avalon which is the website that wyatt holiday created where we sell merch and stuff for all the different books we do oh nice um but it won't it won't be going on there we might have some jack the ripper t-shirts on there but not not that one not that one no my, no. my problem with t-shirts is i'm too fat I have to go to the big guy store to to buy t-shirts. I, dude, I was there not long back. Yeah, believe me, it well, was uh, a couple of years ago. I was pushing six hundred pounds, and now, oh, wow. I'm, now I'm down to three fifty. Dude, that's awesome. So I, I lost a couple of people. Yeah, I I maintained that when I when I stopped like the, the chef work to just do art that's I, when i started losing weight because <laughs> believe me because you're tasting this, everything this is true this is true um See, I, I, plus, I mean just quitting quitting work I, I mean i could have like done part-time working as a chef you know and then done the art and built it up that way I'm an idiot. I just thought, no, screw that. I'll just go straight into the art. And for the first couple of years, it was quite often a choice between food and keeping the power on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it takes, yeah. I stuck it out, though, and we're good. We're all good now. But it's hard. It can be hard. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, I mean, back then I had no clue about social media and stuff like that. Not really. I was trying to use Facebook and Facebook, you get no traction at all. It's impossible, almost impossible without paying the money. No, you don't want to pay them money because then you definitely get no traction. Yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. I don't know why people bother. Some people say it works, but I personally not seen it happen. I tried it a couple of times and those like posts, those paid advertised posts on now didn't do me any more good than just normal Facebook stuff or Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's worse, I think. I, I get like uh, 30%, a little over 30% traffic uh, traction between Facebook, Twitter, and, and Instagram. Mm. Yeah, I occasionally fall down the rabbit hole looking at all that kind of stuff. And Twitter's definitely the best for me. Yeah, I get, so, I, get uh, yeah. Best, I get the best turnout uh, on between Twitter and uh, and YouTube. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't. I use Monday's YouTube, so <laughs> I'm lucky there. Yeah. Very yeah, very lucky. So you can you can grab this perk that has both covers. Yeah. Uh, in in a single perk, thirty one people <laughs> have grabbed both covers. Yeah, that's and, the one that kind of saves, saves you, well, a little bit on the shipping, obviously. And all this yeah. stuff is available as add-ons at checkout anyway, so you can oh, build yeah. you can build your own package of whatever. Yeah, that's that's the best thing, that the, the add-ons are a lot easier to do and everything on on Indiegogo, from what I understand, than Kick, Kickstarter makes I, a mess of I have, it, so. I have no clue about Kickstarter anymore. They, they won't be getting any more of my business. <laughs> Nope. After that crazy lady blocked everyone. 
Yeah, I mean, I was feeling bad that I wasn't blocked, and then then like then like a week later, everybody's like, "Goes Dan Slot just blocked me." I go, "Dan Slot blocked me three years ago when I called Dude, him out." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've been when I yeah. called him out. The big man baby that he is. He's a dick. <laughs> oh my God. Just that's all. That that's the only word for him. He can't write his way out of a paper bag anymore. Yeah, him, Tom King, Bill Sinkowitz, or whatever have you pronounce it. All, all of them. Oh, Sinkevich, Sinkevich, sorry, Sinkevich. Yeah, all, all of them. Mad, insane. But you know, let them carry on. We'll see where we're all standing in a few years' time. <laughs> so this is a big, big stuntman box. Yeah. So I yeah. 120. Uh, you get uh, cover A of the Pursuit, uh, Wart the Wizard number one, What the Wizard Port of Echoes, Super yeah, those... Dead number one, and Rocket Gal number one. Mm -hmm. That Wart the Wizard, that one's the remastered one that I've just redrawn. So, yeah. Because the original one that Mandy did all on her own uh, sold out, I think. I don't think there's any copies left anywhere. So, if you've got one of those, it might be worth something one day or now. I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Super Dead was obviously the ladder. Well, no, War the Wizard was the last one we did. And then Super Dead was before that. Rocket Gal, that was me and Wyatt Holiday. Um, but now it's coming under, you know, published by Stuntman Comics now. So, And we will be getting to Rocket Gal 2, hopefully, at the end of the year. Before before we take over into the next year. Oh, nice! So that'll be fun getting to draw. You know, just space babe. <laughs> oh, look at this! Art yeah, books. books, both 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 covers, and a page of art for two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the way I see that is. Um, I've got to draw it anyway, and I'd rather people had it who want you know, people had it than me have a stack of art pages lying around, you know. I could have been you know greedy and asked more, but so you're getting a yeah, you're getting a page of the artwork from this book for 150 bucks basically. There, yeah, 11 people have already jumped on this, which yeah. is where are you going to get an original page of art? And it's not just you know I I do for, for $200. I said this before said this before I do because the detail on it's so crazy I do actually use a magnifying glass to to ink it because I you know I've got twenty twenty vision but even I can't see things that oh yeah detailed see you speak of the devil and here's Wyatt Look, there he is so Wyatt. Yeah, so we're we're going to be getting to Rocket Girl, me and Wyatt, and Mandy actually. Mandy's Mandy's uh, on board this time as well. Well, she oh. was the edit, editor last time, but she's doing more this time, as far as I'm aware. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. I think she's got while while we're working on that. I think Mandy's also doing going to be doing Pirate Queen two with Clint Holinsky. 
Oh, nice. Busy. We're busy, busy. We're serious, busy, serious about this. Busy, yeah. busy. Busy. <laughs> the pre-launch box, books and art sold out. So there was only one of those available. Yeah, so, that was um, the was original artwork for the, the mailing list backers uh, the, getting a print. Okay. So that's, that's the original art from the print. That's the original art from the print that the back that the mailing list people are getting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And, and then, then yeah, the stretch goal box sold out. It was only one of those. It did. Yeah, that was the first stretch goal we unlocked. The the trading card for the first stretch goal. Um, I was going to try and find it there. I've got a stack of pages here. I've got to go off to Monday. To, to dish out to all the people that are backed. Um, yeah, so that yeah, that was the first first trading card we unlocked. Space yeah, babe. I, yeah, I thought I heard somebody say space babes. <laughs> yeah, and why why it's got the um, he's doing the the pulp um, the pulp heroin magazine at the moment as well, which is a return of you know old fashioned old school pulp magazines. Oh yeah, I, I saw that when you guys were running through it on uh, when I popped into uh, one of. Mandy's many streams that I've popped into in like the last couple of months. Yeah, it's looking cool. Yeah. That project is. I, I'm a big fan of the old pulp magazines. So why I'm going to be hitting you up to come on here and and uh, and and show your project too. So, just saying. Oh yeah, definitely get Wyatt on. Um, it yeah, that project's looking really good. I, of course, without pulp magazines as well, you don't really get comics. I don't think. I think they were the, pretty much the forerunner, or maybe around about the same time. I don't know. Wyatt will correct me. He knows these things. <laughs> and then another. One's that? I, I love seeing all the sold out tears. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, that, the uh, stretch goal box. Yeah, another one. That was the second stretch goal card that unlocked the twenty thousand when we hit twenty thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing them now over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the queen. That is the queen of hearts. Yes, indeed. Uh, that is Elizabeth Jackson, our main. The, she's the girl that in the um, in the pages that you see get bumped at the start in the prologue. Oh, nice. And then this one was... The last, this was the... 40 oh, this was the, the Queen we, of Diamonds. Yeah, the one we just unlocked. That one, I mean, we hit 40,000 and Mandy, like, activated that tier and it sold in 30 seconds. <laughs> Insane. People probably, you know, were like, you know hovering around it like a bunch of vultures oh, and, maybe I'd, I'd like to think you know, that, that would be it, awesome it's so close so people are just launching around it and they're just sitting here you know doing the quick clicks trying like trying to get on the website click click hey, refresh click, 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 refresh <laughs> you know refresh scroll down refresh scroll down <laughs> been there been there done that <laughs> that was yeah that's the original uh the main cover um that was is just pencils, actually. That I never, in, never even inked that. That's just, just original and, pencils. Gorgeous. Yeah, which is why it was only 250. yeah, two fifty. Yeah, what for a cover, two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah, 
times two it should be. Well, this is, I mean, there's always a chance that it's not going to sell then and you're going to look like an idiot. Well, uh, that's why you can always redline it and put it on sale like the last couple of weeks. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, this one was. So every now and then we're doing these um, kind of timed prints that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. So we did one, I think I can't remember. It was quite early on. That one was quite early on. Um, so if, you'd, if, you, if you'd already backed and you're back before a certain date, you get this print. And then we <laughs> did one uh, when we, like, at the close of the 30 days, we did another one, you know, same again. If you're backed anywhere up in, in the first 30 days, you got the print. So we're going to keep doing those. Just, I mean, it encourages early backers, and the more backers you get early on, the bigger the campaign gets, uh, you know. Oh, and now you can you can see the T-shirt Betty here. Uh, yeah, ghastly murderer in a in the in the picture of Jack and uh, yeah, you know, police the police news, news. Up, police news up the top. I mean that police news is it's actually from the police news the kind of newsletter newspaper they used to sell back then. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't just grab it off Google and use that because there was it's so low resolution because it's from like eighteen hundred. Had to redraw it all by hand. All of that, yeah, yeah. Um, the ghastly murder part—that's the exact lettering. Well, not the exact because I had to redraw it. So it might be off by a pixel, sorry. Um, from the original wanted posters for Jack the Ripper. And then right across the bottom, it says capture of leather apron, which was one of the nicknames he had. He had a few a few nicknames, like leather apron and saucy Jack was another one, which is strange considering he was a bloodthirsty killer. But even back then, he kind of almost had a weird, like, Robin Hood kind of status, even though he didn't give anything to the poor. He was just yeah. killing. Just killing. Them. Just killing the whores. He, yes. he, he put them out of their misery. Yeah. And ours. Cleaned, oh. Yeah. Cleaned up the streets. He was cleaning the streets. See? <laughs> and every time I say something like that, that I can hear another SJW wee, wee in the background. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. They most of them have got me blocked. They'll they'll only say stuff about you if they've got you blocked. So they think. Yeah. But you know, I know how to log into Twitter without, you know, an account. I can do that. I'm not stupid. I like to look through and laugh, laugh did, at the things they say. What he said. Yeah. He knows what it, he said. He was there when he said it. It was yeah. I think the last one I read was, uh, we're supposed to care about this book, Jack the Ripper, Vampire Hunter. That looks like terrible fan fiction, and the art is utter garbage. And uh, it's like, what? I mean, not utter garbage that has already made forty thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I am quite a humble man, but even <laughs> I know it's not garbage art. It, you know. Uh, they're so disingenuous, these people. They, yeah, well, they they wouldn't know actual art if it bit them on the end. Uh, if I said the sky was blue, they'd argue it was red. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever. Idiots, all of them, and they can they can all enjoy their lunch of cat food tomorrow. Cat food and ramen, you know. And, and all the previous campaign uh, 
Mm-hmm. Icons. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, all there. Yeah, Super Dead, Pirate Queen, Rocket Gal, the Goody Bird. Bird. Good, yeah, that was the Ashcan for Umbrella Guy. Down that first campaign, he did. I did a couple of backup stories in that as well. Um, yeah, the Goody Bird, that, that, that got me in the sights of all the anti-Comics Gates social justice lunatics. That, yeah, they came after me quite hard over that one. Because <laughs> it was basically taking, yeah, taking the piss out of them. It was, um, Remphamus became the Remphamice, a horde of, like, slobbering, angry mice that were just trying to screw things up. Heather Antos was in there. Um, good God. Mark Wade. Uh, a whole bunch. Oh, Mark Lombardi. He was another idiot from back in the day. Mm. Whole bunch of them. Whole bunch of them. There was a couple I did um, that I I was in two minds whether it was going too far, mocking them. I mean, because Heather Antos became an Antos loop, like an antelope, but Heather Antos, and it was sat drinking a milkshake, which is fine. That's, you know, a little light joking. Mark Wade was like a hybrid, like something from The Thing, but it was Mark Wade and his lawyer, Mark Zaid melded together in a screaming blob of flesh. <laughs> um, yeah. That's as far as you went. There, there, I, I did do like Jamal Eigel and a few other people and, and Umbrella Guy said to me, no, we can't do that. Because it was pushing it a bit too far. <laughs> I'm not saying what they were and nobody apart from myself and him have ever seen the artwork for that. <laughs> Might be worth something one day. <laughs> I, I love I love the logo for Rocket Gal and the Mole Men from Mars. Yeah. Um, the second one we did we did do it like kind of announce what the name was. And the second one's going to be Rocket Gal and the Voyagers from the Void. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, this, this reminds me of like the the typeface logo from uh, you know the old Buster Crab. Uh, Exactly, and that's what it was. That's what it yeah. is, Rocky Gal. It's just old school, old fashioned, you know, sexy sci fi, cheesy kind of ray guns and, you know, flying saucers and rocket ships and that kind of stuff. Nice. Old, it's old, old stuff. All these, all these things are things that I love. That kind of stuff, horror, old school horror, you know. Yeah. It's a shame horror doesn't, we don't quite get the same kind of movies these days. They're either remakes or crap. Or yeah. the, that weird found footage stuff that, that got really popular. Oh, I hated that. I did, there's maybe two or three that are okay, but there's a million others that are just... The, you know, I mean, I, I'm lost in the woods. I, can't, I hear something. Yeah. yeah. You know what you yeah. hear? You hear me walking through your backyard. Now, now pick up the camera and, and go away. This is it. Most most of them are filmed on a crappy. Some of them are even filmed on phones now. Yeah, you know you can tell it's like a phone, but eh, at least they're trying, I guess. I mean, this this year and next year are the the year for horror reboots. There's there's a bunch of them coming that don't need doing. Oh you know, yeah, because, they're, they're remaking Candyman and. Yeah, that it, came it, out. On it's, Friday, already, it's already leaked out that, of course, it's gone woke. Of course, it has. Yeah, you've got Candyman, you've got 
uh, did remaking Salem's Lot. All they do uh, is remake. It's yeah. lazy film I, making. I, do, I mean, there was that movie that came out not long ago, a few years ago, a couple of years maybe, Train to Busan. But mm. that was because it was a Korean movie. Hollywood's decided, no, we need an American version. So they're remaking that. Doesn't need remaking at all. It's perfect as it is. But no, they're going to... Just do an English dub and enjoy it just fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is an English dub. There's an English dub. There's a subtitled one. And they did do a sequel, which isn't as good because it was cheaply made. Mm. But yeah, the first one, they spent a fortune on that. The special effects and the zombies and whatnot look fantastic. But no, no, that's getting remade. It's Everything's remakes these days. Even okay. you know, I, got a, I got a box set of... Uh, Three out of the four Universal monsters. It's uh, it's like all the Dracula stuff. Yeah, I've uh, got the all, same one. Yeah, <laughs> all the Frankenstein, and it comes with like a like a small ceramic bust of each one of the monsters. Yeah, yeah. It's I got that. I got they they did a, they keep doing them every now and then because they find more you know behind the scenes stuff. That stuff intrigues me. It just looks so much fun making those movies. It, it looks cool, and it was on sale for, like, 50 bucks. Exactly, time. yeah, yeah. So, so I bought it, and, you know, they had one left, so they were probably trying to get rid of it because it was, like, after Halloween season. And they're like, yeah. we don't want to have to clear a shelf in the back just to put one box. This is it. Yeah, I I mean, I, I collect all that kind of stuff. I just, like I say, live and breathe. The Universal Monsters are fantastic. And weirdly, my favourite one of the lot is the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Gilman. That is, don't know why, but as a kid, that just appealed to me, really did. Like a creepy kind of, yeah. I think I, I kind of got addicted to buying Creature from the Black Lagoon merch before I'd even seen the film when I was a kid. You know, crazy. It was just a cool-looking creature. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I wish I had all that stuff still because it'd be worth a fortune now. But I was a kid and I played with it, you know. Wyatt says it's always been his favorite too. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot of people like like the creature. The funniest stuff it's like the behind the scenes stuff where he's taken he's taking the mask off and he's sipping a cup of tea, you know, sat sat on a rock. Mm. <laughs> that kind of stuff I love. Like behind the scenes photos of Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee from the Hammer movies <laughs> or Oh yeah, Boris Karloff in full Frankenstein makeup, smoking a cigarette outside the studio. You know that kind of stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, I I bought. I remember buying, and it was a cheap. It was like a cheap slipcase box, like really cheap, like uh, yeah. Uh, DVD holders. Oh yeah, yeah. Like four or five mislitted. Remember when they used to they used to make them where they you'd, they were mostly cardboard and they would just snap together. Yeah, I know. The, oh, yeah, yeah, with the plastic kind of surround. Yeah, and the clip. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they were all like that, and I think there were like five or six of them, and it was like a a hammer, a hammer mont, you know, a a hammer films, uh, you know, little little case about like yay big, about yay wide enough for like six discs. Yeah, it all fit in there, and uh, it was recommended by you know a friend of mine who was. You've never seen the Hamahara? Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm buying this. I got home. I popped the first one in. 
And I, I screamed at the top of my lungs, oh my God, it's Grand Moff talking. <laughs> yeah, Peter Cushing. Yep. Fantastic. Then I went down a rabbit hole watching a whole bunch of stuff that he had that he had done over the years. And I was like, wow, he was a busy guy. Yeah. Um, just actually a, a, a relative of Christopher Lee that hangs around in our circles. Yeah, yeah. He used to, you know, family gatherings. Christopher Lee had turned up. Uncle Christopher, or grand grand uncle Christopher, rather, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Here's a question: What are you going to do when you smash that fifty k? Well, I mean, if you're looking at look at that this list of stretch goals, you might think it's going to be another card, but you'd be wrong. But I can't tell you what it is because we haven't right. gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet, and I'm sworn to secrecy. Mandy will beat me with a rubber hose <laughs> if I reveal that. But, yeah. Or I might just say it might be a fake out and it might be a card. Who knows? But I've said too much. I can I can hear the rubber hose getting like pulled out of a drawer. Uh, I'm, fr I'm freezing just envisioning uh, getting beat by Mandy with a rubber hose. It's not as fun as you'd think it'd be. Well, well, while she's screaming, I thought you were a love bug. <laughs> You're an asshole. Well, I mean, rubber hoses don't leave bruises either. Yeah. So, uh, you know. neither do. Oh, look, neither. she's there. See, she as soon as you mention her name, <laughs> she's back. It's like Candyman, but you only have to say her name once. Yep. Mandy man. No, 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 that's horrible. I've seen her. She is definitely not a not man. A man. No. <laughs> I know it's tough to tell nowadays, but I'll put money on it. Mandy man. Mandy man. No. No. Yeah, I'm probably in trouble for that now. Who cares? But yeah, I mean, talking, you were talking about the yeah, Hammer Horror safe, Films. You say for so, a little while, she's, she's home with six kids. Sick kids, exactly. rather. Yeah, not six. Definitely, I don't think it was six. <laughs> um, yeah, talking about the Hammer Horror Films, that, like the Hammer Horror movies, like, a huge influence on, on this. Hmm. Just, you, you know, books and beauties with, you know, see-through clothing. That was always the thing about Hammer movies. Well, as a kid, was you got to see boobs <laughs> and your parents, my parents would let me watch them because they'd seen them before you know and it's just like oh, it's not scary you're grounded there you go see when am i not grounded you'd have to unchain me from the desk in the basement to for me not to be grounded. although i guess i'm undergrounded at the moment Undergrounded. Underground, yes. yeah, down in the basement, chained to the drawing desk. Yeah, I she's know, actually there. I can see her now. I can, I can see her at the top of the stairs, just like waving the rubber hose at me. <laughs> That's why we've got the green screen because behind there, there's just like brickwork and it's dripping and there's like slime and roaches and all kinds of stuff going on. Rats, yeah. fighting off the rats in the basement. Always rats. Yeah. Fighting the rats just just for a crumb of lunch. It's <laughs> these pages are amazing, man. 
it's you know my, minus the fact that they're uh you know censored for our protection yeah i mean you can put stuff like that on indiegogo but you have to go into the indiegogo after dark section which yeah. no most people don't even know exists yeah you, so you'd you be got, screwed you, you gotta go you gotta go into the black web and nobody wants to do that yeah i mean if you ever go and look at indiegogo after dark in that area it's just weird anyway such weirdness going on i kind of discovered it by mistake while while browsing indiegogo it's like oh what's this oh oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did i i do think that like the sensor bars on certain projects help it because they're like Oh, this yeah. looks amazing. And this sexy time. Yes, okay. I mean, the people, it's the people murder, probably look. It's murderous sexy time, but still. Yeah. I mean, if people follow me on Twitter, they will have seen the uncensored versions. Because mm-hmm. um, Twitter don't care. Well, they're supposed to. There are rules saying you're not allowed to do that. Even though they allow porn on there, which is bizarre. Don't understand that. You can have a real person doing things, but you can't draw it yeah weird it, yeah it's it's one but you know then you know then again they they ban they ban presidents and and politicians oh and, and they leave the taliban on there that's just fine it's i mean today they, they banned that drunk 3po guy for no re i don't know don't know nothing they, they banned him again he, banned, he, he got banned today on twitter yeah yeah I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't understand. I've never seen him post anything or say anything. You know. They 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 banned most of the most of the crew that's uh, associated with the uh, geeks and gamers that are. Uh, yeah. You know, that aren't you know? Just about everybody that doesn't go along with their narrative. They've got they've got people from like all walks of life that that are associated with them, but you know, and, yeah. any of their members that are you know even slightly conservative, yeah, their their time is numbered on like every major platform because they don't want them to know anything. And it's like it's like they've got their own website and servers, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll make an announcement in one of their live streams that. Yeah, uh, now you have to come here to see me because uh, they won't let me go there, and that's it. Yeah, it just it just means they're losing traffic. Yeah, just, I mean, you know, yeah, they are absolutely. I mean, this is why we do we do our own things. You know, we've got stuntmancomics.com, There's um, Wyatt um, Comics Avalon. All these things are just so no one can do anything about it. You know, it's like. Do what you want to try you can try you can't get rid of us people know where to find us um yeah, I'm, I'm trying i'm trying out uh that odyssey platform i just i can't keep up with these things there's too many there's too many it well, seems like there's a new one every, every I, other I was week. talking to somebody else that that did odyssey and then i found out because it's supposed to be able to port over like all your content oh to your, to your page there Unless right. your content 
unless every episode you unless any any episode that you do over an hour, it won't right. pour it over. Right. And I looked right. at him, I go, Well, dude, that sucks. Every episode I do is over an hour. <laughs> yeah. That that that's a problem. <laughs> you know, he goes, Well, you can he goes, you can still upload it. I go, Well, then somebody needs what to happens upload- then? Does it uh, cut off the last thirty minutes or something? No, or no, it, 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 it just it won't port it over at all. So you would actually have to go there, uh, upload it, and and put all your all your. Info oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per, per episode, like you would just go into a new platform. So right, right. You know, oh, that then, that could take a while. Yeah, Streamyard. Well, yeah, this is. I mean, I I see see these things for a while. Everyone was saying go to Minds. Um, it seemed at the time that people were going to just ditch Twitter at one point. So most people went over there, but then everyone stopped using it kind of and was back on Twitter again. It's like oh, well, so now is, now I'll wait. They'll go to something like Minds, and then when everybody else doesn't go there, yeah, you know. Because, like, half your family and friends are on exactly, this side, yeah. and the other half are on this side, and you want to yeah. be able to talk to everybody, and it just, you know, like they said in The Godfather, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, another thing that I've noticed recently as well, all the, all the stuff about Substack, you heard yeah. about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's leaving and going to Substack, and uh, yeah, I mean they can do that, but I, I was on a stream a couple of weeks ago with uh, there was a young lady on there who does, and I, uh, um, furry books, you know, furries. Yeah, it's kind of yeah that kind of stuff, and some of it's a little bit cheeky, a little bit sexy, if you're into that kind. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing. So she, in, in the terms and conditions on, on Substack, it's got, you know, rules about adult content, etc. And it's very, very vague, really vague, which usually means you can... You can, you can do whatever the hell you want, is well, what it means. no, no, it's quite the opposite, quite the opposite this time. Um, so she emailed them to contact them and asked them what the deal was. You know what clusters to to going too far, etc. And they replied saying, "Well, our payment processes and services are run by Mastercard and is it Swipe? Um, yeah. and, and they they've told us what we can and can't do already. So they're you know the payment providers are already in control. So uh, Substack, great if you're doing if you're doing anything even vaguely racy. I mean." Uh, it's like Patreon do the same thing, but you could you could have just like the back of a female superhero, you know, with with the butt, and that can can be considered too much on Patreon, and you can get told to take that down. So uh, you're at the whim of these people. That's that's the whole thing. You have to be able to make your own infrastructure to do anything nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, like I say, I've seen a lot of people in Comicsgate saying, singing the praises of Substack and how it's going to be the new thing. And it's like, I don't think so. No. Wait, we'll see. Because as soon as they find <laughs> out who you are and they find out about Comicsgate and MasterCard, 
we've already got a record, you know, past history of like banning people yeah. for that kind of stuff and not wanting them on the platforms. Substack, so, uh, to quote the Princess Bride, I don't think that means what you think it means. Exactly. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, they might be, might be cool, might not be. You look at the people going over there, and I know uh, Donnie Cates is over is over there with uh, Ryan Stegman. So uh, I, I guess, you know, and I, I hate Donnie Cates with a passion. Don't we all? And I told them, I told them, I'm like, I'm built into a space and I use the, I use the, I've used the hashtag on my phone so many times. Uh, anytime I type in the letter I automatically in like the little bars underneath, like yeah. your suggestive things, uh, it comes up hashtag I hates the Cates. I hates the Cates. <laughs> uh, and he said something online like about Substack the other week and uh and and then he said something about you know because he's doing the new Hulk series for Marvel. Mm, yeah. And I just put up there, I go, yeah, Immortal Hulk was great. He goes, Yeah, it was a it was an amazing run. He goes, but now I'm gonna be doing Hulk. I'm like, what's the point of taking the best Hulk team off of Hulk? And putting it on Venom. I never miss that stuff. It's, yeah. it's just I so mean, stupid. Donny Cates' Venom stuff was cool. But, uh, uh, yeah, like you say, what's, I don't understand. Every, everything he does is is just over the, He found that, he found a formula that worked and got a bunch of the sheeple to follow him and sing his praises like he's the next coming of the Messiah. And then yeah, they gave yeah. him then they gave him Venom to do, which every kid from the 90s on up is like, Venom is the best hero ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I liked Venom? I liked Venom when he was a appear here and there character, not put him in every book. Yeah. When yeah. sales were dropping, like Remember how they used to do with Wolverine back in the eighties and nineties? Oh, yeah, yeah. Boom. Same thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's all it's all the same same thing with Harlequin from uh from DC. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and now with the you know Joker's next supposed girlfriend, uh, they haven't realized yet that Joker doesn't care about sex. Yeah. So it exactly. has nothing to do. He's just a psychopath. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all. He's that's he's, all, that's he's that's batshit crazy. You know. Mate. So. He, he does just insane evil shit on a whim. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know, oh, that's Joker. But I don't know. Maybe the cute sit him up too much in the cartoons. I don't know. Yeah. They, they did, they did like a, a, a very kiddie version of Batman. Yeah. Where they made him with like dreadlocks. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember that. The crazy part was okay, but. They they took it like way too far. Like his arms would stretch, like you know, Mister Fantastic, and ah, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's no. that's just that, <laughs> that is not that is the Joker as much as Jared Leto is the Joker. I didn't mind Leto too much because it. Was oh different. my god! I didn't mind it because it was different. It was just something different. No, it was garbage. Um, ah. He was terrible, and I can't blame him for the entire thing because it was a script, and he was like, oh, more money. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. And, you know, 
and that you know that was pretty much but he i don't think he's a very good uh i don't think he's a very good actor myself well, i mean a lot of the problems with a lot of these things are down to the casting people and the production crews it's just yeah. the choices they make for some yeah, things it, are it's, it's beyond who's a hot actor that we can put in the role of the joker you know? yeah hey lorenzo yeah, it's uh, it baffles me at times, especially when and, and then they do. It's like, oh, this is our take on the character. No, don't do your take on the character. Do the character how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Stop fucking around with things. Stop messing things up. Yeah, the, like, the, the second somebody says we're going to reimagine, uh, okay, yeah, I'm out. Yes. I'm out. I'm out. A reimagining of no, no, no. I was. I mean. Not quite the same thing, but I was looking the other day just for a movie to watch, um, and I came across a version of Frankenstein that I hadn't seen. I was like, oh, cool, I'll watch it. It might be garbage, but we'll see. And I started watching it, and it was a reimagining of Frankenstein set in modern-day L.A., and that was no off. As soon as I saw the skyscrapers, I was like, no, thank you. Don't want to see that. That was a footballer. It was weird. <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. And the acting level was on par with, I don't know, like you did probably describe it as porn movie acting. That kind of acting, that terrible kind of, yeah, stilted, awful. And it looked like it had been shot on someone's phone. The most bizarre Frankenstein I watched was, uh, was it with Peter Cullen, where they did it into the future? Oh, oh yeah. Um, yes, I know what you're talking about. I mean, they've done that with Dracula and stuff as well, though. That's always yeah. It's, but but I I like that. That's kind of like a guilt. That one's a guilty pleasure. I I liked it so much that I bought the used D, the the used VHS from my video store. Nice. Telling you how long ago I actually bought that, uh, dude. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, when they've got that that. That bin full of just stuff, the old the old DVDs and like VHSs and whatever. I lap that stuff up. Oh, so many even, bizarre not movies. Even, not even that. I would, you know, uh, the video store. The last video store that I, you know, did business with was uh, just like uh, two best friends that decided they loved movie. They were such movie fans that they opened up their own video store. It was like an American video, but they owned the franchise. Cool. And uh, what what they would do is they would let people, you know, after they've had a movie for like at least 30 days, they would let people put their name on the list. Ah, yeah, yeah. To purchase purchase it used. Mm. And they would call they would call one person and give them give them 24 hours to call back. And then they would just go down the list. And if you just happened to be home from work that day or they got you it in the early evening. And yeah. you're like, yep, I'll be right down. Well, yeah, that, mine, mine. That was, that was that was myself and my friend Jason. Where I would be like, I'm working across the street. As soon as I make that in tips tonight, I'll be right over and uh, yeah. you know, I'll 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 run it. If you're still open, I'll run it and and drop the money off. And uh, I I remember. I mean, you know. there was a period like when VHS was king. It was there was a period where 
to buy a movie, it cost an absolute fortune new. Oh, you know, yeah. to buy it. it was like, I mean, over here, it'd be like, I'm thinking it'd probably be like over $100 over there to buy like a brand new movie. And the only way to get them was rental or ex-rental, you know? Mm-hmm. That was because you could never in a million years. I remember when Terminator, I think the first Terminator came out, or it might have been, it was either Terminator or Evil Dead. That I was like, I'm, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. And then I saw the price. I was like, nope. <laughs> that's not happening. Nope. And now they cost plenty. Well, you know, they went down to like, you know, we, bucks, we, we, used to, we used to just uh, hook up a couple of players and make. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, make a make a personal copy and, and return it. Then they started putting all the coding on it. Yes, yes. And, and then, then we figured out how to beat that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, okay, to hell with you. We're going to put coding on a DVD. What's a DVD? It looks like a CD, but it's a movie. Yeah. Don't forget laser discs. <laughs> oh, God. My, yeah. friend, my friend had like two or three laser disc players. Uh, he they had... were expensive back in the day, man. They oh, were crazy yeah. expensive. Oh, I know. Well, he he lived at home with his parents until he got married. So, he oh, had, okay. he had he had it made. You know, he yeah. you know he kicked in like you know half his pay to help out, and you know the rest was you know for him and his car and whatever he had left over. But he that was the first that was the first version of uh, the Dark Crystal that I saw. Oh, on, wow! Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is whoa, whoa, what happened? He goes, oh, it's a halfway point of the movie. You got to flip the disc. Flip the disc, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, you do that because I don't want to break nothing. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing in like an electronics store. There was they had one, and they got Star Wars playing on it. Oh yeah, with you know, and I was in there with the parents, and I'm like, we need to get this. We need to get. This. Yeah, it was like a thousand pounds or something for the player, and it's yeah, like, no. Yeah, we're yeah. not getting and, that. And then, and then the laser discs were like when they first started with like fifty dollars a piece. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they went once they went out of style. That's when he bought his laser disc player. You know, he mm. got he got it he got it on sale. He got like one of the one of the second gen ones, and then he got one yeah. of the newer ones. Then he he sold that one to buy this new one that made it so you didn't have to flip it. It would just yeah, automatically yeah, yeah. go to the other, the laser would just rotate to the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome. Because it, it was like theater quality film, but at home, mm. you yeah. know, not like, yeah. you know, the, the, the tapes would. No screwing around with the trucking would, and the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tapes would slowly, you know, lose their cohesion over, oh, yeah, over time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and and where where away and uh, yeah, I you know, I found and, a box full of VHSs not long back. I mean, from different back in the day, but I found a box full of them. Pretty much every single one was like eroded or you know disintegrated. Yeah. I gave I gave most of mine away, but I did just find a comic book long box full of the old full of older Disney. Original Disney animated movies yeah. on VHS, and, and like the white in the white plastic cases mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that like sunk in some. And oh, I'm yeah. like, 
Well, since everything Disney ever did is offensive, uh, <laughs> these should be worth money now. I don't want to give these away. <laughs> They're like it's probably the only place you can get some of them there. Yeah, you know? so so I'm especially if you've got that original Little Mermaid with the original cover. <laughs> with, with the dildo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I gotta, you know, I had to, I gotta find like a magnifying glass to see if I, I don't think I had that case, but if I did have that case, but most of these movies you can't get them any other way now. No, no. It's, yeah. I mean, well, you can go to the dark web and download them from a torrent. But dun dun dun. <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah. Who would do that? Who would get evaluation evaluation copies of movies before deciding to buy them? Who would do that? <laughs> At a flea market. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's one thing I used to admit. used to love it, like flea markets and places. You could get like a whole box of VHSs and you'd no clue what's on them. But oh, yeah. you get a whole box for like pennies. <laughs> and then get home and it's like, someone's like filmed a barbecue and then there's an episode of Columbo and then there's, you know, just random love that stuff. There's entire YouTube channels dedicated to that kind of thing. Yeah. You, you get that. And then, you know, before you know it, you're like all of a sudden for like, you know, 90 seconds, there's uh you've got, you know, somebody's wedding in there yeah, or uh, somebody's movie that they tried to rip from the, uh, from the back room uh oh yeah 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 that yeah yeah, yeah one, one of those things i'm i'm a huge fan of the youtube channel that, that do that that go out they go to like you know goodwill and places like that and just buy old blank cassettes in the hopes that there's something bizarre on there oh yeah but that's it that's where you find all the old ad, ads from like the the 70s and 80s you know ads for bizarre weird local businesses yeah, I know I had uh, I had one creator on that used to work with Bart Sears. Oh, right. Uh, and he's, he's still good friends with him, and Bart still does stuff on his campaigns. Andy Smith. Oh, Andy, Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy turned around and recreated some of the original comic book ads as parodies from, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And puts them, puts them in his book. But he, but he changes the names so as not to get sued. Yeah. Uh, like, he did, like, uh, like two or three altogether of, like, the hostess oh, yeah. comic, comic book panels. I, mem I remember, you know, because I was, you know, a big Batman nut. So I remember, you know, all the Batman and Robin ones where they're fighting the mummy and, you know, they're hitting them. Batman's got like a laser rifle and nothing's working. Yeah. And, and Robin throws a couple of hostess pies at him. And, you know, the mummy's fine. Just wanders off. It's, <laughs> now, you see, we used to, when, when, when we'd pick up comics over here, all that kind of stuff wasn't available. So hostess pies, Twinkies, all that stuff we didn't have over here. So it was like, I for years, I'd be, I'd be like, I want to try a hostess pie. I want a Twinkie. I don't know what these things are. I've tried them now, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Back in the day, it was... And we couldn't send off for any of the things, so it'd be like, oh, sea monkeys. I wonder if these X-ray specs really work. <laughs> they don't. 
No, they don't. No, no. <laughs> they don't. It was just uh, a pair of specs with a, a tiny hole cut in them, so everything was blurred. It was weird. Uh, the the best the best thing you could do to get X-ray specs to work would be to give the girl a bottle of wine first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you wouldn't uh, need the X-ray specs. But the, yeah, all those things were just like, yeah. I mean, even like Hershey's chocolate and things like that, you'd get ads for, and it's like we don't know what this is. Have no clue what it is, but it sounds amazing. So it's, you go to it I, sounds amazing because we can't get it over here. Yeah, yeah. Go to go to like when we go grocery shopping with the parents, it'd be like looking for these things and saying to my mum, you know, can we get can you look for them? And she's like, They they aren't things over here. You can't have them. Which is yeah. just like oh like I think I was sixteen or seventeen when I first discovered uh Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. like, I was like, who's this? <laughs> wow. Yeah, goes, it, was, it goes, was certainly different. He goes, hold on. In the back room, I have a magazine box. Magazines. Uh, he goes, what do you yeah. think comics are? I go, well, comics are comics and magazines are magazines. He goes, no. This is from the United Kingdom. 2000. You like heavy metal? Oh, yeah. Goes, Besides the boobs. Uh, yeah. You like heavy metal? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, 2000 AD is the UK's equivalent yeah. of like a heavy metal. Yeah. But it's got Judge Dredd and all kinds of shorts and, you know, short things and yeah uh judge dread uh basically kills everybody but everything's a crime everything yeah. Every, yeah. anything well, that even vaguely like give anyone any pleasure is a crime <laughs> kind of yeah. like anything in the world today okay. pretty much we are heading towards mega city one we yes. are heading that way <laughs> yeah um, i mean we're all we're already at v for vendetta Pretty much. We're already at we're already at V. Yeah. Next um, next is the judges. Easily. Next, you know, the judges are coming. I mean, I saw a video today of a woman in Australia that was out past her five K limit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she wanted to try to protect herself. So she set her phone on uh on a live broadcast setting. Mm. So, you know, either the, either like, you know, a Facebook or yeah. know, whatever. Um, and, and went live and then repeated her name was, please share this video out because she was recording what the cops were doing to her. She was additionally charged with incitement. So now filming your own arrest, like if for your protection, if you want to film your own arrest, you are now inciting violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, there was, there was a guy, I think either today or yesterday, in Scotland, who he was, he got something on his T-shirt that they didn't like. The police went up to him and, and basically they were they were about to try and arrest him for, for causing offence. It wasn't anything bad, 
but it's literally one someone had someone had said to them that guy's t-shirt's offensive or whatever so that they were going to arrest him it's literally now the law there that anything anyone who's offended by something can with these new laws can report you to the police it's insane yeah well insane. that's that's the uh, that's the that's the law up in canada and they just passed it down here in virginia oh wow that's right that, we're talking that's, everything but yeah we're here for yeah. jack the ripper yeah. yeah. Back the book. Yeah. Buy my book. Ah, ah, ah. Or else. Yeah. We got vampires and half naked ladies. Well, actually, no naked ladies, you know. In the book itself. What is not to like? Speaking well, of which, this is it. Uh, I, well, I kind of. Lorenzo, it's not, have, you, uh, have you got this yet? It's not. I tried to avoid gratuitous nudity. Yeah. But well, apart from in the you know that, because these are the pages that are going up in Indiegogo, it's a little bit gratuitous. There was no need, and I think it's the next pages down. There's no need for him to rip her top off, to bite her neck. But eh, you know. But it's. I'm not shying away from the nudity. There is nudity in there. So. Or, or for the horses to, you know splash in the puddles to hit her in the fanny exactly but, you, know, you know this is it yeah it, it's essential to the story yeah essential to the story yeah well you know she, she could have been like trying to get away and he had to like you know grab at her well this yeah it's it's kind of a throwback to the the, the hammer horror movies because there would any ex after certain period of hammer horror movies there was a, it was any excuse to have naked ladies pretty much yeah after, after a certain year it was like you know boom. yeah like the, it went was right it? from that into uh you know the uh the scream queens stuff yeah 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 it's like um i think i remember it twins of evil i think that was the first one where they started doing stuff like that you know see-through nightgowns oh fantastic yeah. Fantastic. Leanna Quigley. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, a certain well-known artist's uh, ex-wife, Brink Stevens. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, was I mean, yeah, love all those ladies. I was in love with Brink when I was in, when I was in high school. Yeah. And my friend that now used to manage my LCS and now owns it. I was like, whoa, who, who's that on the, on the screen queen covers this month? It's like, oh, that's Dave Stevens' wife, Greg Stevens. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, I haven't backed it, but the artwork does look quite good. Peter and Mandy are doing some cool stuff we try we try it's it's evolved over time i'm getting there I'm it's getting on there. it's on my calendar so i can make sure that i i i get the a copy uh before uh this you know comes close and i won't do like a certain person last night that forgot to up his campaign uh before it expired 
Uh, I will definitely get in and, and buy the book before it expires because I will I will copy of this because it looks amazing. Yeah, when we were gonna like when we were extending the second 30 days, I was literally Monday's DM every hour on the hour like you're still awake. Because she was like down down with the flu or whatever it is, the colds that she's got at the moment. So I was like, You're still awake, aren't you? Yeah. And then an hour later, you're still awake? Yes. <laughs> But we did, you know, the sensible thing. A man cold. <laughs> yeah, we did the sensible thing and, and extended it. Like I think we got like an hour, just just under an hour left. It's like do it, just do it now. Yeah, just do it now. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you if you leave it to the last minute, anything could happen. What if your yeah. internet goes down and you can't get on to, you know, yeah. any number of things that could happen. Well, what if what if you forget and you're down to the last thirty seconds and. And you can't snipe Indiegogo like you do eBay to get it to work for you. Well, yeah. Or what if Indiegogo went down? Or you couldn't log in for some reason. That was, you know. Yeah. And then you have to spend the entire next day begging and pleading with them to put your campaign up for another 30 days. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we, yeah, it, we didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done. It's yeah, plus, you know, you, you, you've got to do the two thirty. Oh, pull my headset out. That was clever. Um, you've got to do the two thirty days because you get that nice, sweet Indiegogo bump at the end of the first thirty. Yeah, that's what I tell everybody. Be like, are you going to Indiegogo? Oh no, 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 no. I go. Are you doing it? Are you doing an all ages book? No. Then you probably want to go to Indiegogo because all ages books do phenomenally on on Kickstarter. Yeah, but yeah, not not so good. You, no. if, you, if you have any kind of mature content whatsoever, it's going to do a lot better on it on Indiegogo, and uh, you can extend your campaign for another thirty days. Yeah, and then leave it. You can leave it sat in demand indefinitely. And then, yeah, and that until I go, and then you can want as long as you fund, you can leave the book in demand. Mm -hmm. So it's like an open storefront. Yeah, I think. There are certain circumstances where Indiegogo like up their cut by a couple of percent. I think it might be something to do with being in demand. Or I think there's a there's a rule where if you've been on Kickstarter first and then you've gone on to Indiegogo and then go in demand, it's something like that. There's some yeah. weird circumstance where, but it's still even with the percentage some, increase. Some, some political BS. Oh, you use the other platform and then you want to come here and then leave your book in demand? Yeah. We get a bigger chunk. It's like, well, that's okay. That's, because, yeah. Because, quite frankly, Absolutely. Indiegogo uh, gives the creators a higher payout percentage anyhow. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. To take take less than Kickstarter. Yeah. So Although, I mean, we don't tend to do that. We we do close the in-demand down because we've got the website, you know, we can sell stuff through that. Yeah. So, you know, so you don't need to leave it in demand because the book goes right to your website and they yeah. can buy it. They can buy, you know, you know, everything, you know, if you're in between campaigns and you're like, well, you know, I really want to get something that, you know, that this crew has done. Oh, just go to the website and buy it. Okay. Exactly. And then we've got, I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff. Like we've got um, like a, a reward scheme on there as well. So if everyone, if some people have backed everything we've done, so we give them a little extra. If you know, they can prove that they've backed everything, 
they get they'll be getting uh, a comic actually. Well, we're getting a free comic. I, hey, I'm always down for free. Yeah, yeah. free's good. Free's awesome. <laughs> free is always awesome. Yeah. So let's see. And it's a, the only thing now is do we stick with doing horror books like this or? But no, Rocket Girl's next. Rocket Girl, um, we've got to finish War of the Wizard. We've got to do finish the story of that. Because you can't leave people hanging. And it was a harder sell because, like you say, all ages books on Indiegogo. Eh. Um, but you can't leave people hanging. You've got to you've got to finish the story. Yeah. You can, Maybe you we'll know, make so much money from the other that, books that, that we can just sell uh, it straight straight from the website. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You could you could sell it straight from the website and just just promote the heck out of it. Online. I mean, yeah, that's, I guess the eventual goal is to not need crowdfunding. But that's a long way off. Yeah, well, you, you, well, you're still going to want the, you're still going to want the crowdfunding from, you know, for most of it. Oh, well, not, not need it, not have to, have to need it, not have to rely on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we've, yeah. You might not need to, uh, to set it up to go, you know, past the original 30 days. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you turn like, uh, you know, you do a different horror book, but in this kind of Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. The universe, We're already talking about, it, you know, what's next. For that. It takes away. It takes off like crazy and it hits 40K in like 20 and 20 days. You're like. Okay, we're good. We don't have to re up. Let's let's get the money and and put it up on the website, and we can we can move on to the next project. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that six seven thirty five away from forty two k, which he predicted. He did. Or they, or they predicted. I don't. He did. I don't. I don't know who or what they are. I just see a. I I see what looks like a dog with sunglasses. That that's Steve. That's a he. Okay. <laughs> he him. No, I didn't say that. He's not a he. He's just no. a he. Beat Bob Hoop. He, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe how much that annoyed all the idiots. Oh my god! <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. How dare Ring. you? You know. How yeah. Dare, how dare you? It's yeah. I'm currently addicted to this. A thing called backer tracker. Where it kind of predicts where you're going to end up in the numbers, and yeah, I'm oh, addicted yeah, yeah. addicted to that at the moment. It's been correct all every time. So, well, on this campaign, it's been correct, but we'll see. We'll see. You, you, see can, never, we you, you can never tell whether you know whether like the last twelve days will uh, will take you in any given campaign. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the kind of the lull at the moment. It's yeah. just tick, it's ticking up. We're getting you know sales every day. Few sales every day. It'll pick up again towards the end. You know, when when you're not getting a few sales every day, then you have to, you know, oh, we got to do some more PR because this is it. I mean, plus we kind of, we we went we were crazy over the first thirty days with the being out there and promoting and and then like that the last weekend of the thirty days was insane. 
I'm running on empty at the moment, but so we're, we're chilling for a couple of days, you know, take a couple of days to relax. Lorenzo says Douglas Ernest now sells his books right on his website. I realize yeah. she have an issue with them, but I think he's got a, a solid business model. Yeah. I look, I don't have a problem with anybody. If somebody doesn't actually mess with me, I don't have a problem with them, really, you know. It is what it is. I know people there's, there's people who don't like certain people and oh yeah, he said she and all that. I as long as you haven't fucked with me, I don't care. I some people get too into the drama. And even if you have fucked with me, you I still want you to buy my book, so I'm not gonna be an absolute, you know, dick to you. I'm gonna be, you know. You know. If if, if Renfamous wants to buy my book, she's more than welcome to. And I will thank her for her purchase. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't think she'd ever buy anything of mine. <laughs> Again. Although I have heard that she bought uh, that Umbrella Guy's first book. So so she, you know, you know some, of her, some of her money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Post that. Sorry, her daddy's post, money. Post, post that on Twitter. No. no. <laughs> thank, you, thank your father for uh, donating to my cause. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Rufus does buy some indie books. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I must lead, lead a sheltered life because I don't even know who that person is. So, ah, she was one of the insane people at the start. She at the start of like comics, maybe like three years ago. I don't hear anything from her anymore. Um, spoke to her a couple of times. Had a couple of conversations with her, but. Yeah. Hey, Mike Jimmy, creator of Life on Cora from the Netherlands. Oh, right, getting, yeah, yeah. You must be getting up, getting ready to go to work. Netherlands, so it's five, yeah, quarter past five in the morning now. Yeah, getting up, getting ready to have his first cup of coffee and uh, prepare his day ahead. Mm-hmm. I know he's shipping out packages the only thing he was waiting for on his was uh uh the patches of uh the planet to come in and those finally came in i saw the post uh yesterday and i was all excited i go yes nice 515 and hating every bit of it <laughs> yeah it's 415 here but i work at weird times of the day <laughs> I'll I'll sleep once we're once I'm a millionaire. There you go. <laughs> Could be a while. You know, or or at least once this book is done, you you might you know you might sleep a couple I, days. Uh, a couple of maybe I maybe take a day off. Yeah. No, I don't. I I'll just want to get started on the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a half day. Maybe a half day. Uh, maybe, yeah. I've taken a few half days. I mean, I even I, I, I work Christmas Day. I found myself yeah. Christmas Day. Just uh, screw it. Let's draw the next page of whatever it was I was working on. Well, I, I talked to uh, one creator that's got a got a horror comic out, and he's he's over on Kickstarter. And uh, I go, yeah, we should we should get you on my podcast and uh, and talk about your project. He's like, sure. 
So I, I hit him up today. I go, uh, next Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern. He's like, that's a holiday. And I, re- I respond back, and? He goes, <laughs> okay, I'll be there. Good. I found out about him because my uh, my friend Sean Howe, uh, the artist who uh, does amazing cover work and uh, and and portraits and prints and everything, uh, he did uh, he did a nice and naughty cover for their uh, for their campaign. So he was he was promoting the campaign. He goes. Go here and you can buy uh, some covers I just did. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Nice. We may work 48 hours a day, but we will never be enslaved. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I know oh. math is hard, but even I know there are only 32 hours in a day, Mike. I was surprised to find there was two six o'clocks in the day. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. People would be like, we're, we're leaving at 6 a.m. There's a 6 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> what? I worked night, I worked night shift all my life. I worked in, I worked in bars for like over 30 years. So I'm like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't know about that because. Usually about a half hour before is when you would be stumbling in from work and passing out on the couch. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, last night I was on that live stream till like 10 a.m. this morning, and then I thought, right, I'll get some sleep. A couple hours of sleep, and then I'll get to work. Got into bed, just starting to, you know, just starting to drift away, and then the mailman's hammering on the door. So I go downstairs, I open the door, and it's like, oh, your neighbors aren't in. Can you have this package for them? <sighs> Wasn't even for me. <laughs> so then I was up again. I, you know, uh, screw it. So pile on the coffee, get working. <laughs> Probably means tomorrow I'll sleep like 10 hours. Yeah. Mike says, there's a 9 p.m. Having to wake up at 4.30 makes my evenings extremely short. Mm. Well, I, yeah. had a, I had a package uh, show up today that I never received, uh, but they put a little slip of paper in my in my box saying, this is the first attempt because uh, I have to sign for it. Yeah. And uh, they didn't bother ringing me up. There's a, there's a call box right down there, but ah, right, uh, yeah. they can't be bothered. They figured anybody that's getting anything they need to sign for, uh, they can just uh, scan the QR code and contact the post office and drive down and get it themselves. Oh, really? Schmecky, I'm in a wheelchair. Post office mm. is a good 40 minutes away. How's this going to happen again? Oh yeah, they, they they try that with us as well, but over here you can just tell them to re-deliver it. Yeah, I'll be but then you've got to jump through hoops. You've got to do all the all the red tape and crap, and yeah, I'm like, prove prove you are who you say you are. Well, I still want it delivered to the same address. So how how is that 
likely to be a scam. <laughs> yeah, here's all, the here's all the numbers and the stupid thing. Uh, when Just they show up with the package, they need to use the security box on the wall and hit pound in my apartment number. And it's it's that easy. It would ring up and I'd even hmm. come down. I have to wait a few minutes because I got to get in my wheelchair and then I got to, you know, hike on down there. But yeah. Yeah. God forbid they spend one minute at a mailbox. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they come up and they bring like the big white crate with them. And they've got the key that goes in the door behind all the mailboxes from my building. They go in and they just a... and they're out. Any other package from anyone, whether it's uh, you know FedEx, UPS, uh, the Post, whatever, they just mm -hmm. they don't even they don't even put them in boxes. There's over there's four oversized there's like five hundred apartments here. And there's only four boxes for oversized post. <laughs> so they fill up the four boxes and then they just dump all the rest in the, in the, in the little open lobby area uh, that anybody off the street can walk into and just start walking away with packages. Oddly, Amazon here, if you're not, if you don't answer the door, they, well, for me, they've started putting packages in the recycle box outside. It's like if they do that on the day when the guys come in to get the recycling, you know, <laughs> they're going to be getting whatever I've just ordered. Like, stop doing that. Yeah, please. Stupid. Stupid. Stop, stop doing that and back Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter do it. today. Yes, please. Back Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter so, so I can eat. <laughs> Less than $1,000 away. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's plenty more. You know, we've got more shows and promo promotional stuff to do, places to go. Uh, that print that I tossed out the idea for. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to do that. I've got to finish. Oh, God. Yeah. So much work to do. Oh. <laughs> But I love it. Here we go. The shill for a shill. Buy my comic so I can buy yours. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what my money goes on. Yeah. Pay the bills, all that kind of stuff, and then buy comics. Up, down, and all around. Buy comics and then hopefully find a, an even better copy of like one of my rights and books. Oh, yeah. To buy, yeah. It's, I'm investing. They'll be worth more one day. <laughs> Mike says, 668 backers is extremely impressive, though. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I'm pretty stoked about that. It's pretty impressive, I got to tell you. I'm not complaining. No, no, not at all. <laughs> 28 uh, days to go. Fantastic, yeah. 28 days to go, 668 backers. Uh, they 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 haven't come close to hitting the ceiling yet. So, 
No, exactly, exactly. Plus, there's that you know, last twelve days or last whatever, last week of the campaign should be a nice little bump as well. Still pushing along, and right now I'm going to take a look at uh, one of my sponsors' uh, oh, trailers, uh, Mavericks Origin Volume One. Also now available on Indiegogo, so you should back Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter and Mavericks. Volume Mavericks. War is a topic of vital importance, a subject of inquiry that cannot be ignored. It is a matter of life and death. It can be a road to safety or to ruin. In an alternate version of our world, brought to the brink of total collapse. Rival nations fight for global domination. And elite pilots in futuristic combat suits wage war on the battlefield of tomorrow. Now, six brave soldiers on a seemingly routine rescue mission will encounter more than they bargained for and uncover a dangerous secret that could change their world if they live long enough to see it. I've had a lot of people ask me, is that a new anime? <laughs> yeah, that you read. Uh, yeah. I go, yeah, it's a book. It's a book. And you can buy it. I did. I, yeah, I did a stupid little gift of Jack the Ripper from our book. And yeah, people are like, oh, are you going to do an anime? <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time to draw that. <laughs> nope. And I'm not an empl employing anyone else to do it. I'm really fussy about that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leave my baby alone. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Mike, there are some amazing uh, art tiers here on Jack the Ripper. Yes, uh, if Mavericks hits 100K, uh, they'll make it an animation. Cool. But I think I think they're about... I think they're like halfway through their second 30, though. Stranger things have happened. Yep. Uh, they're just about to hit... Uh, or they... No, no, they just hit 50. They hit 14K last week, and they're they're only like a couple of hundred away or a hundred and change away from hitting uh, 15 right now. That's, I mean, that's still good going. Most, most books don't even make a thousand, you know? 
There's yeah. so many, so many out there at the moment. It's insane. I can't keep up with it. There was a time when I knew every campaign that was running, and now, not a clue. <laughs> yeah, Mike's all over Lorenzo for the links. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Mate, I'm currently broke as fuck. <coughs> you must be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, welcome I know that one. Welcome to the life. Hey, I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not an artist, and I'm. I'm broke as fuck too. Most people are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems that way. Yeah, I'm just. You know, just another broke slob. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Another one in a long line. Oh yeah, I mean we're having to turn out like three, three, three or four books a year at the moment. Wow. Just yeah. to keep going, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but it is what it is. We get there eventually, you know. Won't need yeah. to do that many. We'll be able you to know. just do three books a year or two books a year. You know, but or, you know, it, at least if you got to slave away, you might as well slave away doing something you love to do. Yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be awesome to be able for me just to be able to draw this stuff, and we can employ other people to draw the other things. Yeah. What one day soon? One day. Life soon. goals. Life goals. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, Peter, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, why don't you let everybody cool. know where they can find you and the crew? Uh yeah. Well, you can find me on on the Twitters at Peter Gilmore Art. Um, you can follow Mandy. She's at what the Wizard on Twitter. She's on Twitter and and Instagram and MySpace. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Her and uh, Mark Poulton from, you know, uh, Graveyard Ship Fame and, and US Assassin and all that kind of stuff. Oh, they yeah. both decided to revive MySpace. <laughs> I, no, no. I, I did, I went in and tried to log into my account and it was being weird. So I was like, no, that's a bad idea. Forget it. No one's going to go into MySpace. Uh, yeah, so you can find me there. You can also find me on Mandy Summers' YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Mandy Summers, surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got stuntmancomics.com and also a bunch of merch and stuff at uh, comicsavalon.com. All these places. And obviously, Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter on Indiegogo now. Yes. Buy it now. Yes. <coughs> and uh that's gonna wrap it up for us uh Fantastic. peter it's been wonderful hanging out and getting to know you tonight yeah. and uh we'll, we'll cool. have we'll have to do it uh again sometime yeah we strayed into a few different topics it was good yeah 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 and uh this will be uh, uh he's he's dropping links now like that's me <laughs> now he's now he's dropping links. <laughs> dropping those links, son. Drop I can't them, do that. Them. I just look I look an idiot when I do things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop. Oh. There we go, the YouTube channel. There you go. Summers. The Man, Summers woman. Gonna, yep. And he doesn't have to drop my YouTube channel. Everybody's on my YouTube channel watching us now. So, there you uh, go. 
And uh, we will look forward to seeing everybody next time, plus eavesdropping more links. Nice. There we go. Yes. Back at once, back at twice, back at thrice. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Well, back, back until it hits 100 grand. Screw your freedom. <laughs> what? Uh, idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. Isn't he, though? Isn't he? Oh. You know, well, the idiot part came in where when he thought he could get away with nailing the maid in his own bed. Uh, Crazy, well, Hollywood. Crazy as, Hollywood. As, as stand-up comedian Bill Burr said, goes, do you think she did it because of that 1940s flat top he's still rocking? Or was it all that kinder cop, garden cop money laying around the bedroom? I think it was the latter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So uh, we're going to – I'm going to da- – we – there, there is no we. There's just me. Uh, I'm gonna download this, uh, both audio and video, and the audio will be uploaded to my podcast platform. Oh, there you go. I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, as soon as it uh, hits Spotify, I will share out the downloadable or just listenable audio link. For the podcast. Cool. On Spotify. I usually have uh, somewhere between 150 to 300 downloads a month. So, Oh, excellent. So, yeah. I'm, I I was just in, in shock. I was like, what? That's cool. That's cool. You know. So, it, it's usually about uh, 100 downloads. Uh, give or take around 100 downloads and 100 unique listeners, just meaning people just listening to it on, you know, either like, you know, Apple podcast or, you know, on iTunes or just listening to it on Spotify and stuff. I've tried to listen to my own podcast on Spotify. I can't stand myself, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't watch things yeah. that I've been on, no. Yeah, can't do it. That's for other people, not for me. Uh, so uh, we'll do that, and uh, I will be back tomorrow with a new episode of OK Boomer with Thomas Hewlett from uh, the uh, the other website I am involved with. Uh, what is it? Oh yeah, Outright Geekery. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I'm, I've been out of coffee for hours now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally just run out. And uh, so it's a good time to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a show called OK Boomer where we go and we, we dig up back issues from gold and silver and bronze age comics. And this week we are looking at Rom Space Night issue one volume. Excellent. Well, if you like Rom, if you like Rom the Space Night, then check out Rocket Girl because there's some very familiar looking robots in that. Oh. Hmm. Not influenced at all by Ron, honest. honest. Uh, this week's pick was not influenced at all by the fact that I I bought about three quarters of the ROM run for about $35. So, nice. you know, 
Uh, and then uh, later on tomorrow evening, around 11 o'clock Eastern, uh, I will be live with Sean Howe for the Sean Zilla Art Show. And we'll have some uh, we'll have some pieces on there that some originals uh, that'll be available to buy, plus uh, a new uh, a new pinup that he's working on. Cool. So we will see you all uh, very soon, uh, Peter. Awesome time! Thank you very much. Yeah, and I urge everybody to back Jack the Ripper Vampire Hunter. Uh, I know I will as soon as I get some more money. I'm broke. I know. I know tomorrow is the first, but I was broke before I got this. My electric bill is like three fifty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. So. We will see everybody very soon. Thanks to everybody in the chat for coming out and hanging out. Uh, Mandy, thanks for popping in. Wyatt, uh, I will talk to you soon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JokerFan. Just DM me there, and we'll set everything up to get you on to talk about your Pulp Heroin magazine, which looks awesome, by the way. And for oh, everybody yeah. else, we are out of here. Thank you.